Hey everybody, welcome to Drive Through Review 489. Today we're gonna to take a look at Seven Ronin. Now this edition is from a Polish company from uh, Badger's Nest, and it is actually going to be coming over from Gray Fox Games. They did Champions of Midgard last year, and they've done some other games. Uh, so they'll be bringing this over, and I think it's going to be nearly identical uh, to this. There might be some rules cleanup and whatnot. Uh, this does have English rules and Polish rules in it. Uh, what this is, is one player is playing this invading army of ninjas that are invading a village, and the other player is playing the seven ronin. So they have seven pieces, whereas the ninja may have 40 or, or more pieces at any given time to invade with. And the ronin have these cool special abilities that you can do. So each player is going to kind of set up their sort of attack plan and then lift some shields to then exact their attack and move all the pieces onto the main board. And then you'll trigger a whole bunch of special abilities possibly. Uh, now the ninja player will win once they have controlled a certain number of areas inside the village or killed all seven ronin. And the seven ronin player will win if they kill off all the ninjas or they last through eight rounds. So let's jump into how the game works and then I'll tell you what I think of it. So here you can see an overview of all the components that you're going to get in the game. You've got the main player board here with this round tracker that goes up and down. Each player is going to get a shield, which I'll remove now, and players will have their own kind of individual little map of the actual village. So you can see there's some uh, landmarks there. You can see this large tower there, which matches that tower there and so on. And this is the ninja players here, so they can show you the maximum amount of different ninja tokens they can put in these different village areas there. And then, of course, the seven ronin player has a similar uh, board there. Now, the ninja is going to start with 40 of those black cubes. I hope you can see them <laughs> because I have a black background here. But you're going to start with 40 of these cubes uh, in your supply. And then you'll have 10 off here in the kind of general pool, and you might be able to get them out of there. You've got some special tokens here. I'll explain those when they come up in terms of different special abilities that will make use of them. And then we also have here an example of a Ronin card here. So this is a Ronin card. These are its hit points. So as this Ronin takes damage, it's actually going to kind of eat up ninjas that are on the board. So you might have uh, this Ronin in the same area as a ninja, and then the ninja will come off the board, but it will also damage uh, that Ronin. Now each of the Ronin here has a disc in kind of the matching color. You can sort of see uh, this little border here. And so these will go out onto the board like so. So every turn is very simple. You're gonna have eight rounds. If the Ronin live through all eight rounds, the Ronin will win. And uh, players will set up and then reveal. And they'll move all their tokens from their mats here onto the player board itself. And then we're gonna resolve the different Ronin special abilities and then possibly resolve some of the special abilities of the different regions for the ninja. So if the ninjas live through here, there's these different cool special abilities that they can activate uh, to help them. So there are some rules to how you can set up and deploy your units here. And first we'll take a look at the ninja. Now the first thing to note actually is you're gonna take a look here at the round marker here. So we can see in the first round, we've got round one, two, three, and you have to deploy at least as many ninja as the either the round or this number here, whatever the, the least amount is. So in the first round, of course, you have to deploy at least one ninja there. Now, as you move up here, that number is going to go up, up, and up. And then you're also going to get here to these skulls here, and you'll have to actually kill off 
uh, one ninja toward the, towards the end of the game, you can have to start losing and sort of, you know, bleeding off your supply there. Now you do have a maximum amount of ninja that you can deploy in these different areas. So at most I could put two here and one here and so on like that. Now you can always uh, deploy one uh, in the central village area. I'll talk more about this as kind of like a special area. But what the ninja player is trying to do is control a certain amount of these regions at the end of a round. Now there's two special areas. You can see these two areas here, these are fields. And you know that by looking at the main player board and looking at the icon there. So this field and this field have a special ability of uh, making it easier for the ninja to win the game. So normally you have to control five different areas, but if you control both fields, then you only need to control a total of two areas. So the two fields plus two other areas. Now this central area here is ignored for that purpose. Basically if you control the outer areas. Now the Ronin player is gonna do a similar setup. They're gonna take their different Ronin and put them out into different areas. They cannot put anybody in the center area unless there's a ninja there on the board remaining from previous rounds. And they all have to be in their own area except for this blue one here. And this is Tatsuki here. And she has a special ability of being able to be in the same uh, region as another uh, Ronin there. And so they'll take and put all of their Ronin out on these different areas. And then, like I said, both players will reveal and then you'll move these figures to the main player board. So I just get kind of a random setup here. You can see the different Ronin and discs in the different colors there and then some of the ninja cubes in the colors as well. Now what's going to happen is the Ronin player will take and activate the special ability of the different Ronin in the order that they choose. So let's talk about some of the abilities. And the first one here is this purple one, Hayahi, and if they are in a free area, that means they're not in a contested area, then they can move from one area to any other area of your choice. And they could move into the same area as Tatsuki here, because she can remember she can have more than one Ronin in her area. Now, in this case, he's not in a free area because it's a contested area because there's both Ronin and Ninja, so he could not do his special ability. Now, Kabe here has no special ability. He just has a whole lot of hit points. So he's the big beefcake there, uh, but no cool special action. The next one here is Musashi, and he has the ability to kill a ninja without adding it to a wound of himself. So normally you have to absorb those as wounds, uh, but he can kill one and remove it uh, into the general pool and then re-resolve normally. So he's got a sort of a first strike ability. Now speaking of wounds, Taiko here is kind of a, your heal inner ninja. So if he's in a free area, which means he's not in a contested area, which he currently is, then he can now activate his special ability to heal a wound from another Ronin. Uh, not himself, but only from another Ronin. He can actually heal that wound. Now Yobu can actually push ninja away. So they can move up to two ninja into adjacent zones. So if he was, let's say he was here, let's swap these two. Then he could say, push both these two ninja here like that, or he could split them up into two different zones. And then we've got the super sneaky run in here, which is Yuki. And he can actually kill a ninja. You can see this got like a little arrow. He can take a ninja out of their general reserve and then move it up there to uh, the general pool. So you can attack them even if they're not in the city. 
And again, he's got to be on a free space. He can't be in a contested space. Now at this point, you're going to remove any ninja on the board where you have a Ronin and then put that on their player card. So he can see Takashi here, or excuse me, Tatsuki, uh, we're gonna take and remove that on there. So we've removed that ninja from the board, but Tatsuki has taken a little bit of damage there. So we'll go ahead and resolve all of that. And then any ninja that are remaining, will be able to then move in here and then sort of occupy and then exact the special ability associated with the different regions at this point after applying the wounds. So let's walk through those special abilities. Now here you've got the watchtower and at this point you could apply a wound to any adjacent Ronin and you're actually gonna take that wound from the general pool, not from your reserves, but from the supply off to the side and then take and put that wound on that Ronin's card. Now moving to the right here, remember I told you about the two fields. Again, that reduces the number of total regions that you have to actually control. Now passage here is a way to get ninjas from your supply onto the board. You can move two ninjas onto the supply here and then you can you know, maybe take control of those regions as well or apply wounds if there are Ronin in those areas. Now here in the shrine, this is an interesting thing. So you're going to take one of these special markers here that I talked about at the beginning, and you're going to place that on the card for a selected Ronin. So you're going to do that, and you sort of like deactivate that Ronin special ability uh, for the next turn. So at, at the end of the next turn, uh, you will remove that, and they'll be able to activate that afterwards. Now the well here is sort of like the poison. It's similar to the watchtower, but you can do it to any Ronin on the board. You take a ninja out of the general pool, not from your supply, and then apply it to one of the Ronin. Next we have the animal pen. <laughs> this one doesn't make any sense, but uh, I can choose a Ronin here to stay on the board. Normally all the Ronin will come off the board to be applied again in the next round. This one you can force a Ronin to actually stay on the board. The granary here, uh, the ninjas will be able to take uh, two ninja out of the general supply and add it to their reserves. Uh, so that's a way to get more ninja back into your supply. Now this is an interesting one. You can take ninjas off of the board and put them back into your reserve. You can do one to two ninjas. So you can get them back off the board to you know, possibly put in a different area on the next round, but you cannot pull any out of the central uh, village here. Now here is the inn, and if you occupied this territory, you could copy one of the special abilities of the other areas as long as you occupy that area as well. So if you occupy the granary and the inn, then you could do this ability twice. It doesn't work with the fields though, so you can't like you know reduce the amount of areas you control even further. Now the last area here in the central part of the village called the green is very interesting. What this means is you can actually only deploy one ninja marker, like I said here, above and beyond the limit. But in future rounds, this increases the number of areas that I can break the limit. So for example, in the poison area right here, I can only normally deploy one ninja. But if I've got an extra ninja there, I could choose that area to deploy plus one more ninjas. So if I had two ninjas here, I could choose two areas and deploy one more above the limit in two areas. Now, as I said, you cannot deploy Ronin here unless there's actually a ninja here. And if you do, they can't use their special abilities, but they get to wipe out all of the ninja there and don't absorb them as a wound. So it's kind of an interesting sort of bait and switch kind of thing happening uh, with that area. So that's pretty much the game. As I said, you can win by removing all the ninjas from the board and the ninja player supply, or lasting all eight rounds as the Ronin, or as the ninja, you can occupy a certain number of territories and or, uh, kill off all of the Ronin. Okay, so that is seven Ronin. What do I think of it? I really enjoyed the game. It's 
it's kind of interesting because last year or the year before, actually, I reviewed a couple other Polish games that were kind of like these hidden movement, uh, very sort of small, discrete uh, two-player games. This is another one uh, kind of in that vein. Uh, so the interesting thing to me about it is as the Ronins, you want to really try to keep the ninja from steamrolling too early because no matter what you do they're going to eventually just get you know lots and lots of of ninja and deploy a whole bunch of those uh at any one given time and so as a ninja player you're trying to you know not lose a whole bunch at once and you know then allow the ronin to recover you're kind of waiting for that right moment to uh sort of strike and and get sort of that sort of Again, that kind of wave, that chain reaction, you just get this sort of unstoppable sort of rotation of ninjas coming in and controlling, and then you can easily sort of either overwhelm the Ronin or actually, you know, control the areas, which seems to be the easier way to win or the more winnable way for the ninjas. Um, so I have seen both sides win, um, but it's usually the Ronin outlasting the ninja, from my experience, and I'm not necessarily very good at the game or anything, but uh, the Ronin outlasting or the ninjas actually controlling there is. I haven't seen like a victory by death yet, although it's got kind of close a couple of times. Um, so it's very interesting sort of also, it's almost like a blind bidding kind of thing where you're sort of trying to outguess or outfox or the whole like Vecini, uh, you know, for, excuse me, not Vecini, the Fezzik uh, thing in uh, Princess Bride where, you know, I know that you know that I know that you know thing. So it's got that whole aspect to it. And so if you like that kind of style of thing, then this will, I think, hit home for you. Now the components and everything and the artwork is all very, very nice. You know, these are actually sturdy cardboard cards, not, you know, flimsy cards. And it really does kind of evoke the theme, actually. You know, the ninja kind of stealing your rice or your grains to, uh, you know, it's a kind of currency to go and hire other ninjas, uh, you know, during this time period. And, you know, kind of the whole kind of sneakiness of it. You've got the one Ronin that's kind of like a ranged attack. He'll go into their camp, take one out, you know, and that's what he's busy doing as well as, you know, sneaking back in and maybe killing some ninja on the way back in. And, you know, you've got sort of the whole uh, idea of the secret passage into the village, or once you get into that sort of village center and you kind of get a little bit of a steamroll action happening there to then you know start overwhelming with more and more ninjas uh you know it's all very very thematic in that way and you know it's it feels very thematic to me it feels very much like a uh, comic series that i read called uh, lone wolf and cub and he is sort of a ronin in that case a little bit different but he also uh, deals a lot with ninja, especially in the middle to later part of that series. And he's always dealing with them sort of exploiting these, you know, weak villagers uh, that don't really have any way to defend themselves. And that's, you know, a lot of what these samurai did back then was act as sort of uh, like a police or protector, if you will. Um, so really cool, very interesting. Uh, and it has a very kind of ninja feel to it because it, you're being sneaky, you know, you're, you're going behind a screen and then revealing and trying to be very clever and again, outfox your opponent. Uh, so if you like that kind of thing, it's going to play probably 45 minutes at the most uh, once you kind of get the idea and the sort of the pacing of the game. you got to kind of just play a couple of rounds to see like, oh, okay, this space is, you know, I don't want to just project my hand and be like, oh, I'm going here to get more ninja or I'm going here to stop you or I'm going here to get into the village green in the center. And you've got to sort of get around that. And, you know, as the ninja, not be too obvious, but also the Ronin, you want to be necessarily too obvious. You want to kind of come in maybe at that critical point to stop them because you don't want to like just accrue a bunch of wounds all the time. You do want to kind of trigger some of these special abilities that require you to be in an open area too. So it's that sort of outfoxing, you know, 
double guessing, oh, I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna go here, and do the different, activate the special abilities that way. Uh, so definitely take a look at it. I think this is coming out relatively soon uh, in the United States. Um, so it should, like I said, it should look the same and be the same rules and all that stuff like that. So you should be getting this exact game. Uh, so definitely take a look at it when it does come out. Thanks.